Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. from another world but they're just statues only when you see them what does that mean lonely assassins they used to be called no one quite knows where they came from but they're as old as the universe or very nearly and they have survived this long because they have the most perfect defense system ever evolved they are quantum locked they don't exist when they're being observed the moment they are seen by any other living creature they freeze into rock no choice it's a fact of their biology in the sight of any living thing they literally turn to stone and you can't kill a stone Of course, a stone can't kill you either, but then you turn your head away. Then you blink. And oh yes, it can. Don't take your eyes off them. That's why they cover their eyes. They're not weeping. They can't risk looking at each other. Their greatest asset is their greatest curse. They can never be seen. Loneliest creatures in the universe. And I'm sorry. I am very, very sorry. It's up to you now. What am I supposed to do? The blue box, it's my time machine. There is a world of time energy in there. They could feast on forever, but the damage they could do could switch off the sun. You have got to send it back to me. How? How? And that's it, I'm afraid. There's no more from you on the transcript. That's the last I've got. I don't know what stopped you talking, but I can guess. They're coming. The angels are coming for you. But listen, your life could depend on this. Don't blink. Don't even blink. Blink and you're dead. They are fast, faster than you could believe. Don't turn your back. Don't look away and don't blink. Good luck. What you what you want? What you what you want? Welcome to the Lazy Geeks, the official podcast for thelazygeeks.com. Now here are your hosts, Sapien and Nomad. All right, welcome everybody to podcast number thirty-seven. So, uh, what's up? <laughs> you got uh, Nomad over here and Sapien over there, <laughs> or here, over here, or there, wherever. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> one of the funniest things that, uh, happened yesterday, I posted on the website, uh, did you know that, uh, you knew that Apple was suing, Am- suing Amazon, right? Was that one of the recent? Yeah, it was with, over the App Store. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. in the name? Yeah, because in the name, because they thought people would be confused or whatever. I love how they came to the conclusion that that was funny. Yeah. I bet the judge had fu- had fun saying that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he did, because... Yeah. 
I mean, first of all, how are you gonna get those two confused? If you're if you're that's that's a special kind of retarded. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, because do, even you know, I heard someone say I was talking to somebody at work about it. They're like, "Well, you say App Store, and you don't know what it's like. You know by who's talking. If this chick from my work." says App Store, I know she's talking about an iPod because she has a stupid iPod. In, she has an iPod in her hand. <laughs> if I say, I don't even say App Store, though. I say App Market. Or Market. Or just... Or uh, fucking I'm going to get an app. Yeah, from the Android market. Yeah, or go fuck yourself. I just say whatever <laughs> I want, you know? Yeah, but I love how the... Um, Apple's just the, the funniest thing was is that... Well, they, they lost the case, by the way, for that. Um, due to the words... Of Steve Jobs. Buster. Because uh, according to the judge said that um, citing the line that he used to describe the Apple's app store, the easy to, the easiest to use largest app store in the world preloaded on every iPhone to suggest that there are other app stores uh, in existence. Uh, uh. Yeah. And boom. And you know if they fucking, if they, uh... <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> well, let's check what I was doing. Oh, if they had won that case in some alternate Twilight Zone reality, they would have then went after app. Yeah, you know, which it's like, oh, so the abbreviation of application. You're you're gonna you're gonna they're trademark you that. Yeah, bitches. It's like you know what, Apple. Thank you for starting this whole, you know, um, whatever the fuck we're doing now. The the <laughs> smartphones with the touch screens and you know, thank you for bringing that into the forefront. Let's you know. Grandpa, your ass out. If you, thank you for only doing it with AT&T for so long that other people took that opportunity to create their own and create a Android market. Better and more superior system. So, uh, Bitches. You know, yeah, and now you're going to sit there and go, whoa, whoa, that's not what we intended. Too bad. That's yeah. what happens when you monopolize one, um, wah, wah. one carrier. Just ask uh, your biggest rival. <laughs> <laughs> Busters. <laughs> Anyways. I think it's time for some news. Some uh, Doctor Who news. Mm. Well, uh, it appears that uh, Doctor Who, which it's it's kind of funny because Doctor Who made very little effort to come out to America in all its years. Right. Uh, the first time it came out here was with Tenet. When Tenet was leaving, they came out to Comic-Con. Well, everybody knows they're coming out to Comic-Con, but apparently they're going to spend some time on the, on the West Coast. Because not only are they doing Comic-Con, but that Saturday before, they're going to be in San Diego on The Nerdist, hosted by Chris Hardwick. And uh, they're going to be uh, guests on his, sh- on his Comic-Con show, which we will be there. Yes. And We're going to be at a couple spots that they're at. Yeah. Because I'm following Karen. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, after Comic-Con, they're going to come out to... Uh, Amoeba in Hollywood and do a signing for the uh, six, Series 6 Part 1. And you know why I'm excited about being there? One, I'm going to buy Series 6, which is, you know, just the shit. Right. Two, I'm going to get them to sign it, which is cool. And three, I've never been to Amoeba. So... <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be pretty awesome. I'm, I'm, I was really surprised when I saw that on BBC America, that yeah. they're coming to Hollywood and Amoeba. I'm like, what? I'm like, yes. This is going to be sick. That is going to be sick. So... We're coming back from uh, San Diego that Tuesday, so we're going to come... Might as well. Might as well, you know, since we kind of got to go by that way anyways. Anyways. (laughs) 
more. They're gonna, they're gonna arrest us. Like, <laughs> really, it's the third time, dude. Yeah, and it's, it's like, I'm not trying to get pictures of her, I'm getting pictures of him. It's like, I allow you in my living room every week. <laughs> I'll just pull out my sonic screwdriver and, uh, you know. Then we'll get arrested. Yeah. Because <laughs> you'll bring it to that extra level. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, well, I did, never mind. Um, wow. <laughs> But, I got uh, a sonic screen. Nah, you know what? <laughs> yeah. Let's just move on. But uh, just so you know, you can get tickets. As of this recording, there are still tickets available for the Nerdist podcast. You can get them through the Nerdist.com and uh, try to be there with us. And yeah, uh, Oh, speaking of which, that was my other bitch of the week. Ticketmaster. Uh, so, that's bitch of the decade. Yeah. Ticketmaster's steady stupid. So... Man. Ticket, you know, a lot of people are like pissed off at Ticketmaster, and I was going to mention this earlier, but I kind of forgot. But now this brought it to my attention: is that the t- when you go on there and you go look at the ticket, and the ticket price itself is uh, thirty-two dollars. Yep. When you, it's twenty, uh, it's twenty, it's twelve dollars for the ticket, and then it's eleven dollars in service fees. Right. So it comes out to like thirty-two bucks. Well. You go, okay, I guess I can suck that up, whatever. And then you go ahead and uh, um, order it. Then you go to the, how do you want the tickets? To print them yourself. To print them yourself. Preach! Two fifty they charge you. What the fuck? Two fifty. Like, they how charge- much? What, you know what it is? It's like, well, the digital words cost us time and effort. Because, and I, they even say in there, too, that they, they well, we, we have to send you an email. Who fucking cares? That's usually automatically generated. You are doing shit. Yeah. Fucking so, Skynet's doing that <laughs> shit. And then I went ahead and uh, go, oh my god, I can't believe that. Then, on top of the 250 you also have a processing fee, which actually adds an extra 11 bucks to the total. I was like, Jesus. That's ridiculous. Really? You know what, though? I'm not surprised. Ticketmaster is always doing shit like this. It's just, it's a bitch, it's a bitch-made situation. Yeah, it is. It really is. Yes. Uh, speaking of bitch-made situations. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Team Bonnie and Rockstar. <laughs> uh, uh, you know what, though? This this right here, Team Bondi is a special kind of bitch because you bit the hand that feeds you. Yeah. You know, and- For those of you not in the know... Uh, it appears that uh, not all is right in the world of Team Bondi, who is the essence, the creator of L.A. Noir, and Rockstar, who actually published the device, but also lent Team Bondi their engine mm-hmm. to make this game. Uh, so, apparently, they burned so many bridges while making this game. Most likely, you won't see an L.A. Noir 2. Um, some people are saying, well, they could probably go and, you know, try it with someone else. It won't be the same. And they won't have that engine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that that's the biggest key. Yeah. Because it's... The, the, you know what? If they try to make a little copy engine, good luck with that. Yeah. Because you'll look, make yourself look like a bitch. Because one of the big things, and there there was an interview that came out with two former employees of Team Bondi, and they said that it was like Gestapo-like tactics with Team Bondi. Yeah. You know... Pushing people into way extra hours, demanding so much ridiculous stuff, and Rockstar actually had to step in and say, "Like, whoa, 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 kind of calm down." Yeah, because you know what, Rockstar, who's made all the Grand Theft Auto games, Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Redemption, I'm pretty sure they know about how to make an epic game. Why can they do it without their people freaking out? Right. Team Bondi's going crazy. Yeah, 
Which stupid. Which makes sense as to why uh, some of the DLC is going to be coming out with some by somebody else. So it looks like uh, you know we probably won't be seeing a sequel to that game anytime mm-hmm. soon. It sucks. Yeah. Um, now here's something that's actually kind of cool. Is a a former doctor is going to be joining Law and Order UK. A real doctor? No. Well, he's a time lord. That's a real doctor. Yeah. Uh, uh, so it appears that um, with uh, if you haven't seen um, Law and Order UK, that's actually a pretty cool show. It, it's it's very much Law and Order with wigs. Yeah, it's Law and <laughs> Order with wigs. That's it. Yeah, I guess that. I, yeah, I guess. And the only thing that carries over from it is, yeah, the the, the type of the the dun dun, yeah, the dun dun, <laughs> and just the format of the show. So Peter Davison, for those of you that may remember, he was the fourth Doctor, and he was also in that special uh, time crash ep- um, short with David Tennant. Yes, he's going to be uh, uh, joining the cast as uh, Henry Shape. He's taking over for the director of the Crown Prosecution Service. Ew. Yes. Jolly good. Yeah, and so he's going to be with Martha Jones, who, of course, is a former companion of the Doctor. So mm. we got a little Doctor Who in there. And Jamie Bammer's coming back as um, Apollo from BSG. He's coming back and reprising his role for Season 3. So that's kind of cool. That actually makes me want to watch Season 3 more now. Yeah. It uh, is set to premiere in August. So that should be very cool. What do you got over there? I have... <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that gaming consoles, you know, like the PlayStation, the Xbox, are banned in China? Along with, you know, Google, Facebook. Along with everything that makes life grand. Everything that's American! Yeah! Like. <laughs> Roadhouse! <laughs> Um, no, gaming consoles are banned. Um, it, it's, it's it's a decade long ban, and it all started when online gaming became. Wait, a decade long? You mean they didn't even have the GameCube? No. Oh my god! I know. Sega? No. Should the was... shit all the shit that's made there? <laughs> yeah, it's all made there, but they can't, <laughs> can't play, play it. it. I mean, there's a gray market there. People buy it on the street, but I the... think it's called black market. No, this is called gray market because it's not illegal to to like. It's not like a fucking drug or something. They call. It's in the article. They call it a gray market. Oh, okay. I thought it was kind of slick, so I'm keeping it. Okay. Or a black, black as night, midnight black market. <laughs> and I think black market's racist, but that's all right. Um, <laughs> Len, Lenovo. It's the opposite of white market. <laughs> yeah. Lenovo uh, seems to want to change this, okay, with their little system called the ISEC. Now, that's I-S-E-C. Uh, previously uh, called you mean the, the ISEC? Oh, oh snap! Uh, previously called the e e box, I was the e Previously called the e box, the iSEC is slated for a September October release and will feature Kinect style controls because if China's good at one thing, it's copying our shit. Um, the system will have, of course, the Kinect was probably made down the street from where this yeah. thing's gonna be made. Uh, <laughs> listen, game consoles are big business in China. Okay. Even though it's illegal, people still buy them like on the street, like I was saying. The problem is, Sony and Nintendo and them aren't making the money, <laughs> so they don't. It's not a big pull, right? So, how can Lenovo put a system out? Sony and Microsoft can't. Here's the catch. This is it. They call their system a 
home entertainment system. That's Nintendo. The yeah. NES. Yeah. So, or like an entertainment system. So, they're not classifying it as a game system. Who else could do that? Sony? Who else? Uh, Nintendo. Get them. Who else? Well, Microsoft, so m- not so much. Who else, dude? You're fucking up my flow. I'm fucking up your flow? You're fucking up my flow. All right. Well, give me the last one. Xbox Man. That's what I just Microsoft- said. I said Microsoft. No, you didn't. I said Microsoft I'm May. Right now. All the way. All the way live, dude. 93. <laughs> Listen. The whole point of the matter is... Roadhouse. Roadhouse. <laughs> the, major, the major players, the major systems can use that argument as well. Whether they'll pursue it, who knows. Um... That's a $1 billion market right there. I know. <laughs> Edo, the company behind the ISEC, says their machine isn't a gaming console at all, and call it a home entertainment device. I'm sorry. Device. Nintendo sue the shit out of it. They call it an entertainment <laughs> system. Um, <laughs> the government is a quote. Government, the government doesn't want to bring a case against China about this because there's no industry support. Uh... Someone told Kotaku. His name's Philip Frisky, but it never said who he was. But he told Kotaku, so yeah. whatever. Well, um, if Kotaku's printing it, then it must be legit. Yeah. <laughs> now, Nintendo, although it's most of it's bad, Nintendo already has a large foothold in China with their plug-and-play iQui game machines, which for some reason are legal. I even put in the article, this band's a bit wishy-washy. <laughs> <laughs> um, because they technically ban game boxes. That's what it actually says, if you directly translate it from, from Chinese to English. Hmm. Just game boxes. Which technically could mean, like many communist countries, laws aren't very specific. So they could just do whatever the fuck they want, you know? But basically... And, this is perfect right here, just to, just to end this. Um, due to the way the Chinese government is being communist... Uh, Kazuo, 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 Kazuo Hirai, who's Japanese, um, he works... For Sony? Yeah, for Sony, there you go. Thank you. (laughs) I Um, didn't even have to read that and I knew. Listen, he said, this is his quote, the Chinese government ultimately needs to make the decision, we can't force it, of course. But... Basically he's saying, China's gotta stop being a little bitch. Yeah. And allow us to do. What I mean, we're this is do. from the country that banned video games. <laughs> I mean, come on, you know. But moving on, I just thought that was funny. That is funny. <laughs> so basically, it's a, it's a it's all it comes down to is uh, what's the term I'm looking for? Semantics. Pretty much. Pretty much. It's a, it's an entertainment center. Communism. All they need, dude. Nintendo needs to bring back that little robot from the old NES. Remember? Well, they should have bring that back anyway because it was badass. Because remember, that's what they—they they, that's remember when they first brought it back. They wanted to get rid of you the whole video game thing. This is what they need to do. They need to. The wizard needs to win another competition. Okay. Power glove. <laughs> Power glove. <laughs> anyway, the Fred Savage movie. I'm done with. I'm done with China right now because I want to talk about their neighbor who is. A lot cooler with us. Japan. Okay? <laughs> the PlayStation Network came up in Japan last week! Jesus. The I, one who <laughs> builds the fucking thing gets it last. Over a month later? Yes. So on July... Well, they have better laws over there than we yeah, have yeah, over they, Like, basically the Japanese government was like, okay, assholes, <laughs> um, explain to us how you fix this problem and how it's not going to happen again, which honestly we should be doing too. On July 6th, gamers in Japan can finally... 
catch up on all the TLC they've been missing out on. Uh, you just Japan, had to go with that, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> Japan's government has much stricter rules regarding online security than most other nations. And Sony was under strict investi- investigation before they were allowed to come back online. Since Japan was the last country to be brought online, this means that the PSN is officially online worldwide. Right. Uh, which is cool until someone takes it down again. <laughs> so, right now, everybody's getting everybody. Uh, but now, if you have... Being that the PlayStation 3 <laughs> is region free, if you happen to have a free um, Jap- uh, Japanese PSN network account, you can go download all the shit now because they have a lot of free games on there. Yeah. I mean, it's in Japanese, but a lot of them are just acid trips and you don't really need to know what's going on. <laughs> who really cares? Exactly. Um, okay, here's another one. I want to <laughs> know about this one EA Electronic Arts. EA Sports. It's in the game. <laughs> Clarifies why it's Cry- so logo podcast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> EA, clar- <laughs> EA clarifies why Crisis Two was taken off Steam. Now, this went back and forth. It was Steam's fault. It was EA's fault. No one was saying shit. Well, now EA. I heard it was OJ's fault at one time. I heard it was the Fraggle Rock dude's fault. Uh, you know what? I'm not surprised. Down to Fraggle Rock. Yeah. I don't know why that just came into my head. Um, <laughs> so Electronic Arts did did mention that you know what? It's based based on Steam's fault. That's what they were saying. Saying that they they weren't providing um, good enough service and providing DLC as much DLC content for their games as other services as well. Now another theory was that since EA just scrolled out Origin, which is their own digital distribution service, that um, they were pulling big title games off of Steam to bring some more over to to them. Now to make them relevant. (laughs) Yeah, EA has spoken about uh, about this. So EA has spoken. EA <laughs> has spoken. David DiMartini. Now that's a smooth name, baby. Can you imagine at the bar? David DiMartini. <laughs> so do you want a martini? No, I want a beer. Um, <laughs> Scotch. Here's some quotes. Quote, quote, quotes. All right. Crisis was taken down because the DLC was not available through Steam. It was available through Direct2Drive. See, now he's not talking about Origin. He's talking right. about Direct2Drive which, as we know, is another digital distribution service. Um, Any retailer can sell our games, but we take direct responsibility for providing patches, updates, additional content, and other services to our players. You are connected to our servers, and we want to establish an ongoing relationship with you to continue to give you the best possible gaming experience, he says on the Origin blog. Okay? So, obviously... (laughs) He talks about about direct-to-drive on the Origin blog. (laughs) <laughs> I, I feel his point is valid. Yeah. If they if if EA suddenly EA's one of the biggest publishers video game we talked about this earlier, the biggest video game publishers in the world. If they decided, you know what, we just came on Origin, we're just fuck everybody else. We're gonna sell all our games on our they're, they're creating a funnel and it's silly. Yeah. You know, so obviously EA's smarter than that. They're not gonna now Valve doesn't Valve has Steam? They own Steam, and they don't even sell their games solely on Steam. Yeah, you know, so it's just silly. So, boom, new new quotes. This is quotes all over the place because I like articles with quotes <laughs> because it fills up space. <laughs> um, so that's where most of your articles are just quotes. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> when you're gonna do just one major post that is quotes from <laughs> all the, all these different. You should see that um, Eve Online one. Uh, so it seems Steam was not offering. The same DLC and digital content for Crisis 2 as other 
digital um, distribution services. That gives a lot more clarity on why Crisis 2 was pulled. EA is the one that will be blamed in the end if gamers feel they're being cheated out of something. Yeah. They're not going to blame Steam. They're going to blame EA. Um, EA is well aware of this fact and goes on to say, if we're not allowed to manage the experience directly and establish a relationship with you, it disrupts our ability to provide the support you expect and deserve. At present, there is only one download service that will not allow this relationship. Steam. I added that part. <laughs> this is not our choice, and unfortunately it is their customer base that is more impacted by this decision. We are working diligently to find a mutual, mutually agreeable solution. So again, EA explains how this is not their fault, and that I'm going to have to agree with that. Because obviously Steam's the one that's fucking dropping the ball on this one. Yeah. You can't EA isn't Capcom or Activision. I mean, they don't actively go out to try to screw their, no. to screw EA their customers. EA isn't known for silly shit. They're known... Actually, EA... If you're not talking about their sports titles, you really don't notice EA's there. Yeah. Like, they're the publisher? Like, who makes Dragon Age? Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah. EA does that. No one ever says EA. They say Bioware. Bioware, yeah. If Activision makes a game, Activision's <laughs> all over it. Activision, yeah. Activision. The, the artwork is over the Activision icon. <laughs> exactly. And same thing with Rockstar. Mm. Look at, um... Ellie Noir. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> team... Fuck up, Bondi made that game. Team Bondi was a little footnote on the box. Yeah, Rockstar <laughs> was spread across the thing, right? So you can't expect EA to be happy about a service that isn't providing their customers with the same level of service as everyone else. Uh, this also further drives in the fact that they didn't pull the game so they could sell it on Origin, as Demartini explains. We want our products available to as many players as possible, which means we make them available in all the places that gamers go to download games and services. To be very clear, expect, except under s extremely special circumstances, we offer our games to every major download service, including Amazon, GameStop, and Steam. And it's nice that he threw Steam in that quote, because that's yeah. who he's pissed off at. Right. Um, now, special circumstances, the one that comes to mind, Star Wars The Old Republic. That's going to be a strictly origin-based... Right. Um, now, that makes sense, though, because MMOs are constantly getting content updates. They're constantly getting hot fixes. It's just smart for EA to do it that way because they'll have, they'll have a centralized service to directly interact with the game. If people are downloading from this service and this service and this service, it just makes it more difficult for them to figure out their shit. Um, so, basically, I mean, that's what happened. I mean, it's... I don't know why Steam is doing this. I haven't heard them say anything yet as of this recording. Um, and Steam's... Valve's kind of notorious for not saying anything. Anyway. Um, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. All I know is EA's kind of handling it like a boss, dude. Yeah. Like, they're not... They, they're really telling their customer base what what's going on. Which is something you don't see from every... <laughs> you don't see from every, uh, every publisher. So... Cheers to EA. And uh, I think now we just need to roll in the new releases because, uh, I don't know, because we do. Because we do. Cause we that. do what we do when we do when we do it. Oh, man. Well, uh, I'm actually updating Twitter right now. That's not part of the podcast. So I moving. think it is. Oh. I think it is. So, going into uh, new releases. New we... releases. 
We've got uh, movies coming out this week. Movies coming out. <laughs> We've got Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2, the final installment of the Harry Potter films. Yay. I'm actually looking forward to this one. I'm looking forward to it ending. <laughs> And we've got Winnie the Pooh. I had Yay! to put that on there because... Winnie the Pooh. Cause the we reason, didn't watch that when they were a kid. Yeah, and, the, and my thing was, is I saw it, it was the old animation, the old voices, the old... It just, it had that feel, and I'm like going, how can you not... Yeah, it's not CGI. Yeah, it's not the whole... They add cre- some weird comedian to it. Yeah, and it's not creepy looking. It's just, it's old-fashioned, wholesome Winnie the Pooh. There you go. There's nothing wrong with that. Honey pie. Uh, coming out on DVDs this week... Entourage season seven. Cool. Uh, we've got uh, Insidious, which I think was only out for about a day. That just sounds mean. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, the Lincoln Lawyer, which was with Matthew McConaughey, that lasted a couple of weeks. And Robot Chicken Star Wars three, which will last forever. Ever. That was funny. That was a funny. Did one. I watch the third one? Yeah, I showed you that. That oh, was yeah, with yeah. the Emperor, where it was oh, the whole. Yeah. It was a whole Jerry Maguire kind yeah, of take yeah, on that. Yeah, that was sick. That was awesome. Uh, Netflix this week. What do we got? The Man Who Knew Too Little. Knew too little. That's, That's a hilarious That's movie. Bill Murray, that was fun. Hey, you know what? Spy Kids, my kids have already watched that a couple times, dude. And that's actually a pretty dope movie, dude. Uh, For a silly kid movie, it's cool. Hey. The Good Guys, which lasted a season that had uh, Colin Hanks, Tom Hanks' uh, son in it. Mm-hmm. It was okay. Um, can see why it didn't get more than a season. Huh. <laughs> Speaking of one that didn't get more than a season, Camelot, Camelot Season 1, which is actually now known as... The complete series, uh, stars. I didn't even know they got canceled. Yeah, stars wasn't too happy with the cost versus the the amount yeah, that, of viewers. That show was epic. That was like that was a Game of Thrones. Yeah. It was that level, but no one was watching because everyone it, was watching Game of Thrones. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if they wanted Game of Thrones, they would have just went to HBO. Oh, oh. Uh, Nineteen eighty four. Good work, stars. Nineteen eighty four, dude. That was the year I was born. That movie's just about me. Yeah. <laughs> And hey, the Birdcage, man, that's a classic. That's a dude. great movie yeah. right there. Nathan Lane, Robin Williams, that's a great movie. Uh, coming out of comics this week, Walking Dead number 87 from Image. Excellent series. Uh, Green Lantern 67. Awesome. Uh, the new uh, X-Men Schisms 1 from Marvel. Oh, that looks like it's going to be pretty badass. Uh, the Looks like the, the mutants are about to be invaded on uh, Utopia. And I want to see, kind of see how Wolverine and uh, Cyclops go at it. <laughs> Batman: The Dark Knight number three. That is actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Sh- uh, Shonen Jump number one hundred four from Viz. Jump. <laughs> Ultimate Comics Fallout number one. This is the uh, aftermath of the death of Spider-Man. Yes. So, which is all leading up to the big September release of uh, the new Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, speaking of Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 665, uh, the new Captain America um, ongoing series debuts this week. It actually looks kind of cool. Yeah, I'm gonna be picking that one up. FF number six. The uh, they're going up and uh, this is uh, where the ship comes down in this one. Should say the fan. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, all the reads looks like it's uh, it's about to get heady over there. Uh, Detective Comics 879 comes out this week. Detective Comics is always a joy. And Ultimate Avengers vs. New Ultimates, number six, the final issue, is out this week. So we finally get to end the whole North Korea Avengers version that they've got going on over there. Yeah. So, Tony Stark's brother sold secrets to them. They have their own freaking Korean Spider-Man, dude. 
It no, was, they didn't. It was hilarious. I need to see that. Uh, and for games this week, we got Connus Crate for PC and Mac. Who yes. cares? Uh, <laughs> After Zoom for DS. Boulder Dash. Xbox Live. Yes. Miss Splosion Man. Hey, the Splosion Man games are sick, dude. Xbox Live. Uh, ben 10 Triple Pack DS. Wicked Mountain Blast for Wii. Zoo Resort 3D. Obviously, Nintendo 3D, yes. Yeah. Uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 for DS, Wii, Xbox 360, and PS3. Everything you've ever touched. Yeah, basically. NCAA Football 12. I want to I say the next one. Uh, we got... Uh, L.A. Noir. <laughs> Reefer Madness. <laughs> yes, DLC pack. That's going to be sick. Yeah, dude. I have to get my upgrade my... Uh, I, have, I have a PS3, but it's the old 40 gig. So I filled it up with... Uh, Call of Duty and uh, the Uncharted beta. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah, that's a good thing to fill yeah, it up. With. Yeah, but now I need more room. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't I, believe those two things. <laughs> How many demos you got in your damn system? I actually had to get rid of my Space Invaders demo, but all the other ones are just um, Infamous and uh, the ones they got for free. Infamous and the uh, Space so Dead Nation. Right now. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. They're denying me. <laughs> I tried to bring I tried to bring him over a damn hard drive, but the old PS3, the dinosaur PS3 that he has, <laughs> has uh, ATA freaking drive ports, and I only had a SATA drive. <laughs> um, we have an uh, UFC personal trainer, the Ultimate Fitness System. That looks pretty for those cool. Of you, yeah, for those of you that have a Wii, you can <laughs> that just sounds hey. And Panzer Core for the PS, uh, was, the PC, the that PS. Was, that was kind of sick. Yeah. Wink, 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 wink. Yeah, yeah. Man. The Pansy Core. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, those Panzer the Divisions. The Panty Raider Core. <laughs> that would be a game. Yeah. <laughs> no, the Panzer Division, those guys don't fuck around. No, so. they don't. <laughs> All right, so uh, one of the main topics we're talking about this week is uh, actually going to be kind of short because uh, yeah. as of this, as of this uh, podcast, Comic-Con has two days up. Uh, preview night plus uh, Thursday and Friday. So by the time the podcast airs, Saturday and Sunday should be up if everything's holding right. Uh, so just kind of want to run off through it. If you want to, you can actually go and see them on uh, comiccom.org and uh, check out some of the stuff. Uh, we've been looking over some of this. Uh, preview night is pretty much just pilot screenings. Like you'll be able to see like Alcatraz, Person of Interest, The Secret Circle, and Supernatural, the anime series. Uh, but Thursday, well, for us, seems to be kind of, kind of a quiet day. Uh, it's a nice way to slide into it, you know? Yeah. We don't, to, we don't need to hit the ground running. We need to hit the ground chilling. <laughs> uh, you got, uh, Burn Notice fans. I know there's a lot of Burn Notice fans out there. The Fall of Sam X. So Bruce Campbell is going to be on there. And that's going to be in a ballroom. You know, the, you know what there is? Is um, I forget where it's going to be, but it's going to be in the morning time, throughout the afternoon. There's going to be a few writing um, workshops, fantasy writing. There's going to be some comic book, like how to get into the industry workshops. Yeah, uh, there's going to be a lot of cool stuff. Like really check it out. There's actually a uh, a Comic Con film school going on in there, and um, it, it runs for the four days. And like uh, two of the like the, for the first day, it's like uh, pre production and script writing. Second day is uh, is uh, filming, so that it's just an hour a day. It it really sounds like a cool thing that I'm gonna probably tr- look into, and uh, basically kind of, you know, get my head and get my head in the game. 
Star Wars Connect panel. Mm. Uh, Star Wars Old Republic panel. Yes. Now that's a panel. <laughs> Capital P. They, they, they have now the Comic Book Law School. C for, uh, is for Creator and Copyrights. <laughs> they're actually gonna talk- don't fuck up and steal someone's shit. Yeah, or they're gonna basically talk about people who steal your shit. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh. What? Oh, the uh, evolution of the web series, the Guild to Dragon mm. Age. Uh, Felicia uh, Felicia Day is gonna, gonna be, on be there. there, and that's just a reason to go. Yeah. There you go. Um. So that's gonna be some um some cool stuff. Uh. X Play Live. That's cool. Adam, um, Adam Slesser, Morgan Webb. Sessler. Sessler. Uh, he Chris, has direct TV. Kristen so Adams. So, those, those guys will all be there. Um, what else we got? Twilight. Mm. So, we're going to be staying away from Hall H that day. Why does Twilight get Hall H? Because it's... Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, well, the little tweeny girls will. They're small. They can fit in a different hall. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> Should put this shit outside at noon. This one I actually thought was kind of cool. Battlestar, so say we all. Richard Hatch, who was the original Apollo, and also played uh, Tom uh, Zarek in the in the remake, yeah. is going to be hosting a panel talking about the universe, the politics, and the philosophy about it. It's going to have Michael Taylor from uh, Battlestar Galactica there, and uh, a science consultant there, and it's supposed to have some surprise guests pop in there. So. I, I think Starbuck may be one of them because I know she's supposed to be at the Comic Con yeah. this weekend. So Starbuck may she pop can be in. a surprise guest for me anytime. Oh yeah, um, they have a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of comic panels going on uh, on Thursday. That's where I saw like yeah, a it's like heavy of them. comic book. Yeah, which uh, is cool. Yeah, which is great. Cause Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, <laughs> what it was made for. Uh, yeah, since Artist Alley is what like a fraction of the map. One of the things though, DC is balls deep in. The whole reboot panels yeah. thing. They're really going all is out. Is that going on Thursday? Thursday and Friday is some other ones. Shit. Yeah, You know we gotta go to that, though. Yeah, we've gotta... There's one on there... Um, one on... Which one was it? Um, <laughs> yeah, the World of Warcraft, Diablo, and Starcraft swag show. Yeah. It did... No man got me all excited. <laughs> there, was a, there was a Blizzard panel. I was like, ooh, panel! And it's about... <laughs> Fucking statues and shit. Like, oh. <laughs> Sarah Michelle Geller. Nothing wrong with uh, her. For the Ringer will be there. Well, I haven't seen her in like oh, a decade. Oh, this is it. In uh, from two to three on Thursday, DC Comics: The New Fifty Two. According to the Comic Con description, the DC Universe explodes in September with fifty two new number one issues. One panel is not enough to cover it. With DC Comics: The New Fifty Two panel, oh, each day, there's sure to be something new for everyone. Uh, the DC editor in chief Bob Harass, or Harass, your ass, oh. um, will be there to uh, talk about the relaunches of Action Comics and Batman titles. So we'll, we'll definitely be, be hitting that one up. What's uh, the one on Friday? I don't. I haven't checked that yet. Check. Um, yeah. So you know we've got a lot of that stuff. Oh yeah. If you're heavy into uh, Mortal Kombat Legacy. That new web series is outright is gonna have uh, Jerry Ryan will be there, Michael Jai White from uh, well from uh, Mortal Kombat and Black Dynamite. 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 Hey, I, um, on an unrelated topic, I did a search of Sarah Michelle Gellar just to remind me. I think we should go to that panel. <laughs> just, just saying. 
Just saying. Uh, one of the cool things that they're going to have is a, a on Thursday they're going to have a rescreen of uh, panels from Hall H and Ballroom Twenty. Yeah, I was thinking about going to that, but it's three hours and it ends at eleven. I know. want to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Game of Thrones panel is uh, three to four on that day. I just started reading the book, man. It's sick. Yeah, I gotta get into. I gotta. I gotta read that book. Uh, or books. There's four. Yeah, I heard there there weren't. They haven't finished. He hasn't finished writing the books yet. It's no. supposed to be more. That's okay. Star Wars: The Old Republic. Here it is. Three thirty to four. Uh, join us. It is your destiny. Oh shit. Yeah, I can't wait to hear from that. Hear from Bioware developers. What? Yeah. yeah. It says here from Bioware developers. Oh yeah, because oh, I'm sorry, because we're still talking about Star Wars. So yeah. like, wait a minute, what Bioware panel? What? <laughs> Calm down. Holy shit. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Sixth Annual Comic Podcasting All-Stars. The fuck? Did you get, did we get an invite to that? Yes. <laughs> but, uh, we couldn't attend because it's too down, it's too down great for us. Mm. This, yeah, it's definitely a step down for us. Yeah. Uh, Beavis and Butthead will be there. We got invited judge. to that, too. <laughs> Yeah, of course. And we were the first ones on the list on That's that That's right. Um, let's see. Oh, Batman Arkham City. Do you want to go to that panel? I kind of want to do because... I kind of want to go, but Mark like, Hamill is going to be there. Mark Hamill's going to be there. Mark Hamill's going to be there. The Joker himself. Uh, and also... And also Luke, Luke Skywalker. Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kevin Conroy from Batman Animated Series. Is, what time is it, though? It's 5 to 6. And oh, see, I thought it was on earlier than that. No, it's at 5 to 6. We should hit it up. Yeah, we should. It's at the Indigo Room in the Hilton San Diego Bayfront, which is right across the street. When's so. the... Be- the um, the DC one. DC one is earlier in the day. I think it's like... Now the, we're just talking. We're, now we're, we're just... Yeah, we forgot that we're doing a podcast. <laughs> and we're just planning our shit. <laughs> sure. We know you want to hear this, so... <laughs> um, Showtime is from 5.30 to 7.30. Dexter, Shameless, and Homeland. Homeland, I haven't heard of anything. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's actually um, quite a few cool stuff to check out. Um, oh, I didn't see that. Entertainment Weekly is having a new visionary discussion panel. Last year was J.J. Uh, Abrams and um, Joss Whedon. Yeah, that was cool. This week, or this year, John Favreau and Guillermo del Toro. Hmm. That's a good panel. That's what time is that on? Six to seven. Well, we'd miss it then because we'd be in the Batman yeah. one. Yeah. And I want to go now that I know that Mark Hamill's there. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, this is one of the things you have. If you have never been to Comic-Con, this is your first year, this is one of the shit you're going to have to go through. We're already suffering for Friday. Because there's a Torchwood panel, and then there's... I'm the, not suffering. And the cap Well, for people like me, you know. I'm going to the captain's seat, yeah. William Shatner, and what's his Avery name? Avery Brooks. Avery Brooks. Captain Sisko. Captain Sisko. H.P. Lovecraft craft in comic and films. That'd be pretty cool if you're an H.P. Lovecraft fan. Yeah. Which you should be. <laughs> if you're not, you're doing it wrong. Yep. And Friday actually has a little more high-profiled... Because, well, Friday and Saturday. Friday. Friday and Saturday are always going to have the biggest ones. Yeah, Tor- Thursday and Sunday's the chill days. Yeah. Uh, Torchwood, Miracle Day starts, kicks off Ballroom 20 at 10. Uh, I thought this was funny. Conversations with Sid and Marty Croft. If you're old enough, HR Puff and stuff. Really? Sidman and the Sea Monsters. That's, that's cool that he's that, That's that, cool. That's just, that's, that's just good old fashioned. Old fashioned comics. Sub, subtle drug use. <laughs> yeah. it, it was all that was back when it was subtle. Where Not you could, so subtle now. Yeah, <laughs> there was a there was a time for subtlety, and that time was before scary movies. That's right. <laughs> um, 
day two of the the Comic Con Film School production. Uh, yeah, this is the one that that uh, Sapien's going to go to. Star Trek: The Captains. William Shatner is joined by fellow Captain Avery Brooks. Tim presents a preview of the Epic Pictures original documentary directed and produced by Shatner, where he travels. All oh, this is where he travels and talks to all the actors that played Starfleet captains. And, it's, and the moderation, the host, it's moderated by Kevin Smith. What do you mean he talks to all of them? Uh, William Shatner did this documentary where he goes and travels. To, and oh, so we're going to watch the documentary? Good, you're going to get snippets of it. But he talks to uh, Kate Mulgrew, Chris Pine. Chris Pine and him have an arm wrestling match. Uh, uh, as they should. As yeah. they should. Scott Bakula and everybody yes. who's played a captain. Scott Bakula's steady boss in Enterprise. Dude, he was a, yeah. he was a pimp in that. It really reminded me of Kirk when I started watching that. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, Star Wars toys, which is always kind of cool. Uh, the, the Hasbro section at the Comic-Con is always really fucking yeah, well, epic. Hasbro. Come yeah. on, dude. Yeah. Uh, There's like a quarter of the damn map was toys. <laughs> uh, Walking Dead is obviously Ballroom 20. Obviously fucking awesome. <laughs> Halo Universe. Uh, for those Halo fans, the Venture Brothers. Yeah. Uh, I've never been into the like. I'll say I don't like the Venture Brothers, and people look at me like I have three heads, and I'm like, I don't like it. Like I get it. Well, technically, you do. Oh. Oh. I hate that too. Like I don't really like the Venture. Oh, you just don't get it. No. No. I get it. I just don't fucking <laughs> like it. <laughs> Uh, Excuse me, I like English comedies, <laughs> so it's a little lowbrow for me. Uh, the Big Bang Theory will be there again. Nice. Uh, oh yeah, I didn't see. Is everyone? Oh yeah, everybody's gonna be at that one. Uh, uh, Amy Farrah Fowler and uh, <laughs> nice and the chick uh, Bernadette. <laughs> yeah. She's a cutie. She dude. is, dude. She's from Jersey too. No, yeah, that's nice. don't hold that against her. I won't. <laughs> but yeah, it looks like everybody's going to be there again. That's going to be pretty awesome. Uh, let's see. Sexify! <laughs> um, looking for... Ooh, New England Comics is going to be there with their own little booth. Oh, is uh, Got a family member who's yeah. pretty high up in that company. Oh, under uh, Underworld 4? Really, dude? With this underworld, it's Kate Beckinsale that's going to be it's there. It's going to be a good movie. Though. Yeah, <laughs> and then, <laughs> then I'll right. see it. Then yeah, then. it's like, damn it! Now I'm going to have to watch it. Damn it! Uh, yeah, I know they pulled. Wasn't she voted like the most beautiful woman in the world at one point? I think so. By Maxim, which is a definitive source for information yeah. on that. <laughs> yeah, which yeah, that that they're the ones, right? If yeah. anybody's going to say, it's got to be that. Who's the hottest woman? I don't know. Let's ask Maxim. Maxim. <laughs> <laughs> Adult Swim, Black Dynamite. The animated series. That's going to be sick, That's going to be hilarious. Uh, the uh, Michael Jilly White will be there. Tommy Davidson will be there. Uh, Byron Minns will be there. That's going to be awesome. Uh, Fright Night will be there. Colin Farrell, Anton Yelton. Uh, that's Hall H. Uh, DC Superman. That's going to be the, the relaunch. Grant Morrison. We need to go to that. Because for three reasons. One, DC Comics. Two, Superman. Three, Grant Morrison. Because Grant Morrison's going to bring that dark fucking style to Superman, dude. Yeah. It's going to be sick. Eureka? 
will be there. I'm surprised the show's not even on. Actually, that show's been doing pretty well. It's been I never hear about it. Yeah. It's, not, it's on sci-fi, isn't it? Yeah. That's why, because they don't watch sci-fi anymore. Falling Skies, which I'm still surprised is doing well. Uh, I actually tried watching that for a little bit. You didn't like it? I couldn't get into it. It just... it Being a blatant copy of something else? No, it was one of those, like... Even old man dude who loves sci-fi. He watches, like, Warehouse 13, Eureka, and all that shit. He said, he goes, I was actually waiting for it to be over. Wow. Yeah. That's... that's. It looks silly. It, I mean, I hold off judgment because I haven't seen it, but it looks silly. To yeah. Me, why I haven't seen it. Oh, Sony's panel. Oh. Uh, Ghost Rider, which Nicolas Cage will be there. Uh, 30 Minutes or Less, which just looks like a stupid, stupid movie. It's about pizza uh, delivery? Yeah, it's the dude from The Social Network and that guy, Aziz Azari, who is not funny. I don't like him. He is not funny. No, he's not. He's Total annoying. Recall. Colin Farrell, Kate Beckinsale, Jessica Biel, Brian Cranston, and John Cho will be there. And, of course, the amazing Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield, and Emma Stone. Well, Spider-Man's just going to be there just in case it gets routed, because there was a stabbing at last Comic-Con. <laughs> so, Emma Stone's going to be there to keep me warm at night. Fucking Emma Stone, dude! <laughs> yeah, because you're going to be sleeping in a strange bed, and, you know. Yeah. Phineas and Ferb will be there. They're going to build shit. Hey, that cartoon's funny, dude. There's a lot of... Listen, I have kids. I found, that, the, the, I found the lame for Friday. Friday's lame moment of the day. The world of Capcom. Mm. Yeah, but you know what? I heard about that Capcom panel. You're only going to be able to do it once. Let's <laughs> <laughs> ah, save it that way. <laughs> uh, uh, True Blood panel. Anyway, Phineas and Ferb is the shit. Oh, God, That's what I'm trying to that. say. <laughs> All right, well, you know, you can obviously check out all these panels, but uh, there's some pretty good stuff on there. Rift Tracks. Uh, Love what, Rift what Tracks. was going on that I wanted to see while Rift Tracks was going on? Oh, uh, Dungeons & Dragons. Hey! How to be a Dungeon Master, the art of the DM. I was going to teach that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But, yeah, so there's a lot of cool stuff. Obviously, we're going to be there at Comic-Con. We're going to be... Uh, oh, this one I thought you might want to go to. Klingon lifestyle presentation. I'll go to that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. So I want to go to the Vulcan lifestyle presentation so I can see if T'Pol's there. Oh, yeah. World premiere. Uh, Batman year one. Sick. Dude. Eight to ten in uh, Ballroom 20. Friday's so, going to be on, dude. Wait until you get satellite, uh, the satellite. The Saturday schedule comes out. We're going to be like, holy shit! Ah! And then Sunday's going to come out. Oh, cool, Doctor Who's there. Yeah, Doctor Who. Okay, we can sleep until Doctor yeah. Who. Yeah, honestly, dude, might do that on Sunday. Yeah. But you know what? I'm you, saving... You no, we won't. Uh, it's like we're there. Yeah. What are you doing? Um, Sunday is when I'm going to see if I can buy some fucking silly shit. Yeah. Because that's when they mark shit down. Yeah, best time is... The good time to go in there and actually scan the floor is Thursdays, because the weekend hasn't started. Not everybody's going to be there for Thursdays, even though it's sold out. You know, people are going to you know people are going to be kind of be scattered, and that that day yeah. seems to be really kind of into it. Friday and Saturday, there's going to be main things going on, so people are going to be in specific areas. Yeah, and then that's where you're going to have also most of the, the the autograph signings and stuff on the showroom floor. Sundays are usually easier to move around. Still going to be crowded, but. It's going to be easier to move around. Most people are kind of out all over the place, except, you know, now that they have a Doctor Who. Because last Sunday... Last Wait, see, everyone's going to be over by Karen Killian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, including me. Yeah, including you. Uh, so, uh... uh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, okay, since that went on forever, <laughs> let's, uh, I just want to just real quickly explain something that I think is kind of lame. Um, Sony's new online pass. Uh, so I'm just going to read my article because my article is fucking awesome. So, um... Meh. Sorry, that wasn't towards you. That's what I thought. <laughs> Alright. Start this off. Video game companies hate GameStop. Shut up! Video game companies hate GameStop. More specifically, they hate the sale of used games. They don't make any profit off it. And, you know, they just don't. They don't make any fucking money, man. So they get mad. Sony hopes they can co- combat this issue. The online pass program is an interesting way to combat the issue of used game sales head-on. Essentially, the online pass will lock out those who purchase games used from some or all online content. This includes DLC updates and multiplayer gameplay. Uh, each game each game equipped with an online pass will come with a code that, that games use to unlock their game's online features. Once redeemed, the code is useless. It's If said person... If said person trades in that game at GameStop, for example, and someone buys buys it, they will not be able to access the online functions behind the online pass. Gamers will be able to purchase a new code for the game in question for $10 off of the PlayStation Store. So, that sucks. Now, this is, this is said that it's going to start with Resistance 3. Here's a quote from... Uh, you know, Sony. Uh, we are we are always evaluating new program programs for our online offering, and starting with Resistance Three this September, we'll be instituting a network pass program for PS3 games with online capabilities. Games that are a part of this program will include a single-use registration code that grants the account holder redeeming the code full online access for the title. This is an important initiative as it allows us to accelerate our commitment to enhance premium online service services across our first-party game portfolio. Meaning, this is a good way for us to screw everyone who buys used games, basically. Now, although I'm really pissed off, I sound like I'm fucking annoyed, it makes sense for them to do it. I buy used games, mostly. <laughs> um, it makes sense because they're not making money off used games, and a lot of people just go buy it used. Yeah, you know. So, this is it. This is actually, and to be honest, let's say, all right, it's five months from now, and I'm deciding, yeah, I want to get Resistance Three. Twenty bucks cheaper used. Okay, so I pick it up, burn through the single player, think it's the shit, blah blah blah. Now you know what? I want to play the multiplayer. Ten bucks on the on the PlayStation Store really isn't that big of a deal, and then I'm it. From what they're saying, it doesn't sound like they really want to stretch it to anything other than their their titles, Sony titles. You know, so it's not like it's gonna be every game, right? But but you know, others will start. Others will start doing it so they can make more money. First of all, the reason why I'm I'm saying that it's okay is because either way, I'm gonna have to get used to it because if it becomes popular, (laughs) me yelling about it is not gonna change anything. Ten dollars, I think, is a fair price. I just think the system sucks, but I understand why they're doing it. Yeah, I mean, I I look at it too, and it's like, I mean, this to me, given the the lesser of two evils, I would go with this than the one pat, the one play, the one mm-hmm. save that you know Capcom mm-hmm. tried to do, and you know, to be honest, nobody likes, you know, the whole use game idea, but you know what, we have that with movies, 
Yeah. You know, we have that with music. Amoeba has made their made a lot of money doing that. Yep. You know, so it's kind of one of those things of like, there's going to be that. If you don't want it, work on getting rid of them. You know, but they can't. There's no way they can do it. They can't get a law passed. Because it's not just, just like you said, it's not even just an entertainment thing. Humanity has been buying used shit for <laughs> forever. Yeah. You know? and, and the thing, too, is that, you know, some people buy used because, yeah, one, they don't, there's so many games out there and... It, it's like the whole iTunes things. It's why the record labels don't like iTunes. Because you'll have, you know, the, the artists are like, well, they're selling the songs for like $1.29 each. You know, we can't make any money off of that. Well, you know how many times people have gotten burned by paying $13.99 for a CD? $18.99. Yeah, well, yeah, depending on where you... Yeah. If you went to like Virgin Megastore or something like that, yeah. like 20 bucks. Uh, for a CD that had one song that was good. Yeah, that song the radio was sick. Let me get that album, and there's one song. The rest of the album, yeah. Dang. My 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 one was uh, Hoobastank. Uh, years uh, several years ago when he came out with the song The Reason, and I was thinking, wow, that's a cool song. I really like that. I I bought the album. The rest of the album sucked. Yeah. Sounded totally different. You knew that was done for a single. Yep. And it sucks. It's funny because it's like if you can do that for a single, why don't you do it with the whole fucking album? Yeah, you stupid ass band. <laughs> but that's what they do is they do the one song so they get the. And that's the thing with the games too is that you know how many games come out and how many games suck. How the demos fucking rocked. Rock. And then you and go then the ahead. Games and, like, mm. Yeah. Uh, enslaved. Yeah. Because the game was kind of whatever. It didn't suck. It was just whatever. The demo was like, oh my god, this game makes me drool. And that's the thing. It's just like you get you get this shit and. You know, I mean, instead of saying, well, we put out what we put out and we're going to make you like it, you know, why don't you go, okay, well, maybe... It's like the same thing with the movie industry. Why the movie industry hates people pirating, bootlegging movies. Well, if you didn't make so many movies that just suck balls, yeah, maybe more people would go to the movies. Yeah. You know, and it's... it's but, you know, at the same time with Sony's they carry past... balls. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Donkey balls. Oh. Yeah. That just turned me on a little bit. <laughs> But I mean, I understand the whole Sony online pass pass thing. Yeah, you can keep recycling free shit, but I don't know. I mean, it is their company, they, and no, I mean, hey, it's not. It's not like they're saying nineteen ninety nine for yeah. You know that the way, way I see it is, it sucks, but they're not doing something that's unfair. Yeah, you know, they're they're just saying, hey, you know what, man, <laughs> we got to make money. You know, and, and yeah, you know, you we get, got light, we got the light bill over here too. And you know what dominates the internet is the haters. Like, hey man, I spent thirty nine ninety nine on this game, and I can't get the free shit. Yeah, well, right now it's still on sale for fifty nine ninety nine, dickhead. So suck yeah. it up. Uh, but what can you do? All right, well, I think it's time to move into some uh, douchebags. What do you think? Uh, I think we should move directly into some douchebags. <laughs> well, my uh, first douchebag is... Uh, nice try, Capcom. <laughs> nice try. Because uh, the other day, it appears that Capcom's attempt to limit people selling, sharing, playing, or even trading games has backfired on them. Last week, we reported, as well as the rest of the world, that Capcom was giving Nintendo... Th- Nintendo's 3DS Resident Evil Mercenaries a one-save feature. In simple language, you would only be able to play the game once through and never be able to play the whole game again. Sounds lame, right? 
Well, everyone in the world thought this except Capcom. <laughs> However, it seems that they may they have... They seriously were the only they ones on the yeah. planet that I was cool. I, oh, I'm going to assume the one person in Capcom that thought it was a good idea. Yeah. Uh, however, it seems that they may have changed of heart, especially since some groups are calling for a full boycott of the publisher. Speaking to fans during a Capcom Unity... <laughs> ask Capcom... Unity! Uh, Unity! Uh, ask Capcom Live event on Friday, Capcom's VP, Christian Svensson, addressed the issue, saying that the decision by the company to implement the one-safe feature was not intended to be malicious. Quote, I think it's also fair to say that in light of the controversy it's generated, I don't think we're going to be seeing something like this happening again. He mm-hmm. added, I'm sure uh, if it's me or does the... Uh, I'm not sure... Sh- oh, um, he added, uh, I'm not sure if it's me or does he seem kind of surprised by the reaction. I can't believe that no one in the meeting said that this was a bad idea. It's like putting Charlie Sheen in charge of a rehab facility. Bad <laughs> things will happen. Yeah. Uh uh, my next douchebag, my number two douchebag, uh, is uh, the Hollywood Reporter. They need to stop reporting on video games because we all knew the Ninten- the PlayStation Network was going to go down for a couple of days back on uh, I believe it was Wednesday, mm-hmm. and uh, and it hasn't it hasn't really been which down, is, you know, like normal. Yeah, it hasn't been down since it was, since it was fully restored here back in May. Well, apparently the Hollywood decided to spice things up on the slow news day. They reported that the system went down unexpectedly and people were going, uh, and people were unable to log in. Yes, we know this because that happens when they take the system down. Yeah, for, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, the Hollywood reporter decided to report on something that they had no knowledge about. I will show you, um, I will show you here. Sony later, um, this is what they, this is a quote. Sony later wrote on their support page that the network was back online and that users were required to download and install a firmware update as one of the new security measures put in place for your protection. Problem is, is that the link that they, from the support page that they gave you was the link that was given to you when PSN went back online, when you were forced to, re, to download their new thing and then re, um, re-sign up for your uh, password. Yeah, yeah. So if you check the sports page on the link... You'll find out that it goes back to the back to May. So keep in mind that, uh, but keep in mind that when they uh, went to the support page, they simply could have checked it out on the PS PlayStation blog. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess T- um, the THR doesn't know the difference between taking the system down for maintenance and being given a firmware update. I guess they decided to go uh, to just go with something that makes news and give them some type of gamer cred. Instead, all it made him do was look stupid. Which isn't difficult. Which isn't difficult, yeah. And then they posted a story later on saying how, oh, uh, you know, so, um, Sony's uh, saying nothing went wrong when they went down for maintenance the day before. I'm like, really? You're still going with this? <laughs> uh, and I actually posted a comment on there. Yeah. Funny. Got removed the next day. Oh. Mm. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh. Bitches. And my number one douchebag of the week. This sucks. But to me, it was just funny. This comes from MSNBC, uh, and uh, I titled this, uh, Nothing to Lose Your Head Over. So, authorities after inve- uh, are investigating after a father of two young children was decapitated in the 4th of July fireworks accident in Nor- uh, Fargo, North Dakota, according to reports. Everything always happens in Fargo. Yeah. The Grand Fo- Forks... Herald newspaper reported that police had identified the uh, 
the dead man as 41-year-old Jesse William Burley. Chris Hansen, a neighbor, and not that guy. <laughs> I was say it yeah, not Chris Hansen for Dateline. Uh, said he was preparing to leave uh, the Riviera Heights Mobile Home Park. Oh, that's not right. After tornado sirens just went off before 9.30 p.m., the Herald said. Uh, Burley left, um, let off a large firework that caused a big bam and visible shockwaves in the air, Hansen told the paper. He then took another firework and walked into the middle of the street to light it. A cloud of smoke. Within 10 seconds of uh, us ta- um, talking to him, he lit it and we saw a cloud of smoke and a bang, Hansen said, according to the Herald. I walked, shit. I walked up to the body and found nothing but the shoulders down. Burley's stepfather, Chuck Asplin, also of Fargo, said the dead man had enjoyed life to the fullest and was a good-hearted man who would do anything for anyone. The paper added his children's two and three were not home when the accident happened. Police uh, Lieutenant Joel Vallette uh, told the Herald that he was confident that it was federally regulated commercial grade fireworks and the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and Explosives was assisting the Fargo police. Authorities are trying to find out how it, it was obtained and whether it was actually illegal. Vito told the, w, the WDAY News that police are trying to establish whether Burley's death was an operator error or an error by the manufacturer. My question is, how the fuck did he blow his head off? With the firework, what, did he put it in his mouth and light it? We should ask him. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, I read this and I was like, really, nobody asked the obvious question, was it operator error or manufacturer? I think we're missing kind of the point here. It doesn't really matter because his head was in the way. Yeah. What, what, what happened? <laughs> or more what? importantly, fireworks are illegal for a reason. Yeah. And I understand that whole concept, but my, my thing is, where the hell was the firework when he lit it? You know, was it in his face? I can't... He's one of those guys that needs glasses. I can't really see the, uh, yeah. the stem there. It sounds there. like one of those drop-the-pin-throw-the-grenade problems where they <laughs> actually throw the pin and drop the, the grenade. grenade. Yeah. It just sounds like one of those. It's just like wow. it's probably sure. Yeah, oh, remember that movie? Yeah, in the, was it in the army now? Yeah, drop the pin, yeah. throw the, the grenade. grenade. <laughs> Till like three fucking times, drops the grenade. Ah! <laughs> that was funny. Oh my god! All right, who 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 let you down this week? You did, man. <laughs> uh, drunken driver or a drunk driver? <laughs> Ask cop for directions. That's kind of funny. Uh. A Maryland man was allegedly so inebriated Sunday afternoon that he pulled over to the side of... Sunday afternoon. (laughs) Uh, So he got his drink on at church. (laughs) Yeah. Over to the side of Route 130 in Florence, New Jersey. Of course. To ask a police officer for for driving directions. Reports the Courier Post. The police officer was parked... On the side of the road at about 1.30 p.m., dealing with a, with a cow he had just pulled over, police said. Gerald Steyer? Sure. Gerald Steyer, 69, <laughs> swerved up to the spot and quickly pulled over in front of the police car, reports the Courier Post. Police say this, that Steyer got out of his car, and as he walked toward the police officer, quote, he was barely able to stay on his feet. Sire asked the officer for directions. Sire was promptly arrested on charges of <laughs> drunken driving and consuming alcohol in a vehicle after his officer found open containers of alcohol in the man's car. So basically, this is a case 
this this is a douchebag. But if you look at it a different way, kind of an epic dude because he's obviously a man that just does not give a fuck. <laughs> like I will do what I want to do when I want to do yeah. it. I like it. <laughs> All right. Wow. We- <laughs> Next, women wearing woman wearing purse on the head tries to rob store. <laughs> uh, robber leaves empty-handed, of course. Of course. Um, this is in Rockingham County, North Carolina. <laughs> a woman wearing a purse on her head. Oh, Dixie Chick's gonna yeah. love this one. A woman wearing a purse on her head who claims she was armed with a gun. Oh, oh. Attempted to rob the Grill and Grocery Store on Highway 700. Why is everything on a highway? Do these people never heard of streets? Well, it's because everything's linked to the highway. Oh. <laughs> on the sticks, dude. It was attached to a tree. It was in the Keebler tree. Is where, where they were at. Store on Highway 700 in Roof Roofin. That's the yeah. Rufalin. Nah, it's Rufin. Uh, on Saturday, Rockingham well, There you County go, say that name again, Rufalin. You go say that name again, Rufalin. Rufalin. <laughs> Deputy said the clerk asked the woman to show her gun. <laughs> he yeah, yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. like, hey, show it again. Let me see it. <laughs> but the woman refused. She did have a bulge under her shirt, Deputy oh. said. Maybe it was just a man. Uh, <laughs> Deputy said the woman left after being given no money and drove away in a red car that. According to a witness, was parked in a nearby driveway. No video of the incident was captured because the store's video surveillance system wasn't working properly. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> uh, anyone with information, please call the Crime Stoppers at three three six three four nine nine six eight three. He just gave out the Crime Stopper. Number. I gave out the Crime Stopper number because I just wanted to be caught so I can read about her again. Um, all right. Hey, wait. Do we have? Uh, do we have? Uh, um... What was it, porta potty guy in this this week? No, he no. he's he's not making an appearance. Uh. Anyway, <laughs> I'm tired of talking about that nasty fool. Anyway, um, burglar caught with blow up doll in closet. Uh, this is cool. They Sus- reported that suspect was attempting sexual relations. <laughs> that was a quote, by the way, uh, with merchandise at adult store. Can't even buy it, dude. Like. <laughs> It's not the grocery store. You're just stealing a bag of chips, dude. It's kind of gross, man. <laughs> the burglar, the burglar couldn't wait to get his hands on the merchandise. Yeah, that yeah. joke was kind of funny, so that I left was. that one in there. <laughs> police said, that, the police said they caught a man inside a sex shop in Wood. <laughs> that's bad enough in Woodbridge in Virginia's Prince William County. Wow. Um, inside Nova reported. Inside Nova reported. It happened early Tuesday morning. Okay, you know what? <laughs> Tuesday morning? Don't do those. I want to no no no. I want to throw in some some things that are a little wrong in this case. One some one buy that shit before you get freaky with it. Two, you were caught in a sex shop. You could buy shit online, dude. You know, like everybody else. It's discreet packaging. And discreet packaging, we get a flashlight or something. Do what you got to do. Three, and more importantly, Tuesday morning? Yeah. It's not even Saturday, dude. Like, what, what are you doing? You were sad. It's not even Saturday. Come on, dude. At least go when everyone's in church and so no one will see you. Uh, it happened early Tuesday morning at the MVC Late Night Adult Store. That's a contradiction. Uh, along Jefferson Davis Highway. God damn it. What is with these freaking highways? Police found Justin Dale Little Jim. I'm not kidding. <laughs> 28 in the closet with a blow-up doll, prosecutor said. Maybe he said we were just talking. (laughs) We're just friends. Yeah. According to Inside Nova, which keeps reminding me of that PBS show. I know. (laughs) Law enforcement said 
What the hell's that? Oh, okay. Well, something was moving on my screen. I'm like, huh? <laughs> um, law enforcement said Jim was caught, quote, attempting sexual relations. He's trying to screw the blow-up doll with the plastic doll. So now charged with burglary, grand larceny, felon, felony destruction of property. Not lewd indecency or... Mischievous, uh... Mischievous <laughs> intent. What? Destruction oh. of property? What the hell is he doing to that doll? <laughs> Keep him with the damn dolls. I don't want to get a real broad, man. Oh, my God. That... Criminal mischief. That's what You it know is. what? I made this my number one without really quite getting the full effect of it and the, the triple threat situation that was going on in the story. Dude, I'm done. <laughs> this literally was one, two, three, four, five, six. Six sentences. It wasn't even in a freaking... That's gold. That's best oh of. My God. Right there. Best <laughs> of this mother... That's disgusting. Oh my God, that's horrible. That's something Nomad would do. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> that was actually Nomad. <laughs> We are. We have some epicness, or yeah, we have some epicness here. Some, some um, palate cleansing epicness. Yeah, or what? this one I did because this one, yes, this one was yes because I had to do this because we record on a Friday and today the the space shuttle Atlantis, the last space shuttle ever, um, uh, launched yes for it on its mission today. Over 130 missions. That's the space that's shuttle program. That's some Star Trek shit. That is some Star Trek shit. I mean, well, you know, uh, Richard Nixon, uh, in 1972, commissioned the first shuttle, um, commissioned the project to formally start the uh, space, the reusable space shuttle program. And the first uh, orbiter was originally called the Constitution, but a massive writing campaign from fans of Star Trek Convince the White House to change the name to Enterprise. The Enterprise OV-101. Yes. And <laughs> they rolled it out on September 17th, 1976. And since then, we've had Columbia, Challenger, Discovery, Atlantis, and Endeavor. Any other badass name that they can yeah. think of. And, of course, the Endeavor was, was um, built to replace Challenger. Yeah. And if you think about it, though... Like, everybody knows that basically the Columbia dis um, disaster was what brought down the thing. Everybody was finding reasons why it was getting expensive. Yeah. And, you know, and it's true because parts, prices for the ship does, goes up. But if you really look at it, it was the judgment of NASA that made both those things happen. Yep. The Challenger with the O-ring, they knew about it. They didn't. They they still went ahead with it anyway. Same thing with Columbia, the foam that hit the ship. Yeah, there was nothing wrong with the machine. There was itself. nothing wrong with the machine, but it was the it was the decisions made by NASA. And uh, but aside from all of that, Enterprise was the coolest looking one too. Yeah, because it all looks slightly different. Like the front of them kind of looks different. Yeah, and one of the things that I the reason why I had to say this is because it's been thirty years. It's been over thirty years that these shuttles have been in service, and the fact that this effectively, regardless of what they say, this effectively ends our, our missions to space. Yeah. And, for now, anyway. Well, for now, until we find someone who has more of a uh, more of a comprehensive idea on how to get to Mars, as opposed to colonizing the moon and making it a good jump-off point, instead of saying, we need to work on going to Mars from here. Because yeah, every scientist is telling... That that's stupid. Yeah. 
It's but, been a long road. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, you know, but, you know, Obama, I, I give Obama credit for wanting that vision, but you need to really think about it. Yeah. And the moon is the obvious jump off point. Right. Because it's going to take so much power. They were even planning on building, like, when they were talking about the like, rebuild an airstrip for the space shuttle to land. Yeah. And then the space shuttle would be able to leave the moon without um, any special rockets or anything. Right. It could just take off. Yeah, you just use a little thrust to get off the ground. And yeah, just as long as it's not using oxygen-based right. fossil fuels. Ion propulsion, bring that mm. back. There you go. We could talk all day. <laughs> but that's the thing, and, and the problem is is that we use so much fuel to break out of um, you know, the bonds of Earth that you're not going to have enough fuel to get there. So, you know, it's, it's just, it's a, it's a silly idea, and I thought that his reason for saying that we're going to concentrate on was just to placate people, mm-hmm. to keep NASA around a little bit, and just to give people to say, well, we're not going to give it up completely. And basically make it look like NASA's fault. Yeah. So, um, I, I really, when I saw it launch this morning, I, I actually kind of kind of, kind of got a little misty-eyed, I got to admit. But, uh, you know, because that's been around since I was a kid. You know, seeing the um, the shuttle launches. I actually had a, a model of the Space Shuttle Columbia. Nice. When I was a kid. The fucking big-ass model, too. I had a model of the Enterprise. It was a tiny one. <laughs> uh, Constitution class? Yes. Yes. Actually, if we're going on that side. I've had all those. I had some Ferengi Marauders. and Good times. Yeah. You know? Great times. Good times. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, I have to say that epicness is the, is the Space Shuttle. Because... Yeah. To be honest, it really defined an era. It, yeah. it defined an era, and it really kept our our desire to, you know, go into space. Back alive. when America was the space boss, yeah. Like, oh, you need to get into space. Well, I guess you got to call America then, because yeah. they're the only ones with a fucking reusable space ship. <laughs> yeah. Like, now there's other... like you said, like you said earlier. You know, Russia's like, well, we put the first man in space. Yeah. Well, we have five reusable ships. Boom. <laughs> now. That's where you get the person to go, what? 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 Get them. No, the, keep this in mind, though. And, and it's something that I am not... I'm happy that America would go to space, but I just want humanity to keep going to space. Yeah. There are other shuttles in play here. India's working on one. I mean, there's, there's a space race going brewing in Asia right now. Well, it makes sense that India would do one because of the fact that... There's uh, too many people there. Well, aside, <laughs> trying to get people aside from that, tech support is already there. So. <laughs> anyway, AT&T. undermining their efforts. <laughs> um, and China is doing the space. I mean, all the stuff was built there anyway, so they just had it kicking <laughs> around. Um, listen, it's let's just focus on we need humanity to keep going to space. You know, it's it's the last... And it's not because I'm a sci-fi geek. It's because it needs to be done. I mean, yeah. you know, what, do you want to stay on this rock for the rest of your life? Come on. Yeah, I mean, people will sit there and say, well, why do we need to go to space? We don't need to go to space. And it's like... Because, why not? Because, but the thing is, is <laughs> that's the human... That's, that's part of being human, is why do you think they moved out and colonized the Western Hemisphere? Because they wanted to find more shit. We should mine the asteroid belt. Mm. We should have bases on the moon. We should have bases on Mars. We should terraform Mars. We should be fucking green chicks on different planets. Utopia Planitia. Oh. I want to go to Ryza, dude. I need a vacation. That would be a good one. Yeah. Alright, so who's your uh, epic of the week? 
My epic of the week, on the same vein <laughs> as space travel, um, CCP, which is the makers of EVE Online, and just EVE Online in general, um, there was just, there's been some heat. I've reported about it all um, on LazyGeeks.com. Uh, there was a protest in the star cluster, the star system Jita. There was um, just uproar about the seventy dollar monocle on the in-game store. <laughs> it's real silly shit. And today, um, CCP came out with a video that um, I had. No, I don't even know how he felt about the video because I can't remember what he said. Um, but it was it was pretty cool. So it was an actual guy. It wasn't a you know an, an animation, and he was talking about. Of basically a fleet operation, <laughs> and he talks about it, and he's explaining this detailed space fleet operation as if he actually did it. As I'm telling Nomad, this is how it happens. I'm not kidding. Like, there's fleet commanders. You're, you're fucking. You have to do this and this and this. This weapon's better at this range. Like, it's that detailed. And then right at the end, and he he looks at the camera, he's like, "I was there." And then he molds into like digital form or whatever. And I, I want to throw this out here because this game is more than a game. I mean, it's 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 so hyper-realistic that sometimes it can be boring because it's, you know, realistic is boring. But it, that even adds to its flavor a little bit more. And I just, I really want to put that out there and that this game is, needs to be, even if you're not playing it, that's fine. It needs to be paid attention to because it's, it's really changing the way things are. I mean, this game has one server, dude. It's one galaxy in the entire game. So all these people have been playing the game since it ever came out, which is a while ago. They like own. They like control different sectors of space. Like they add, and they just fly there and do it. You know what I mean? And then there's like wars between that faction and this faction. This is all made up. The game doesn't. <laughs> this, this isn't even a system in the game. It's just done. Pimp, dude. But I just like how they handled the whole. The monocle thing was silly, but I like how they put the video out, and then they also held that meeting with CSM, which is, um, I forget what the acronym stands for, but they actually have a council of players nice. that they that vote on things and shit. And um, they had that meeting, and they, they discussed problems, and they want to work on it, and all. It's and they always do that. I, I just really think that other games should pay attention to how they manage this one. And see. <laughs> Let's roll right into recommendations, sir. Uh, well, my recommendations for this week: two movies. I watched them quite a bit. They're on, uh, they're uh, on cable right now. I think it's like Encore or whatever. I'm gonna get you, sucker. Keenan Avram Wayans, Damon Wayans, awesome movie made in the '80s. It's just hilarious. Keenan Avram Wayans comes in and f- tries to find a. How um, the murder of his brother who died from OG over gold. <laughs> Shit is hilarious. Love that movie. Another one, great movie, Field of Dreams. Yes. Kevin Costner, James Earl Jones, Ray Liotta, back when he was young and thin. Uh, awesome movie. It, and and if you can't watch that movie and at the end get a little teary eyed, get a little get a little misty. You're not a human being. You're you definitely aren't. You're not a human. No, no. Just for baseball being in it. Yeah. <laughs> what uh? What did you get? What, um, what are your recommendations? I'm recommending, recommending um, an MMO title, relatively new one, Rift. You've probably seen commercials about it, or something like that. If you are looking for a new MMO to jump into, that's easy. Not easy, but just well developed, well put together. Uh, you won't be too confused. 
Uh, if you're coming from World of Warcraft, you're looking for something a little different. It, this game is incredible. Like I, I've been playing the demo, and it, it's or not the demo, but I'm sorry, the free trial, and it's it's a really well put together game. Um, there's four main classes, and then each class has eight subclasses. You pick three of those. <laughs> the customization is intense. Uh, it's just incredible, and that's what it's all about in MMOs anyway. Uh, they have these random things called rifts that are tears in the fabric of reality that come out of the fucking sky. And they seriously <laughs> randomly happen. Like, you'll just be, do 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 oh, the, green, the greenery and the oceans are, ah, what the fuck? <laughs> and then, like, things are pouring out of it, and you can join these random, like, on-the-fly groups and fight. The it's freaking so sick. <laughs> Need to be played. I was going to try to do a video review, but I was having some technical issues. Issues? Issues? Um, I'll either have the was video... It all, was it all your porn? Probably. Yeah. My riff porn. Uh -huh. um, I'll probably have a video, either a video review this week or a written review this week. You'll have something this week. Something in regards to riffs. It might just be a photograph. But something <laughs> will be a... <laughs> just boom. It's a picture. <laughs> Not even a screech, it just says rift. I drew it in paint. <laughs> a pencil? Yeah, yeah. it's a rift. No, I'll, I'll have a, some sort of... I really want to do the video review, but I'm just seeing if my machine will do it, because it's playing games for me. <laughs> and not the good kind of games. No. Alright, well, um, again, for you guys, you know, like we said earlier, we will be following... Uh, we will be going to Comic-Con, and we'll be having some videos and podcasts... So, to let you know, we won't have a podcast next week. Uh, so, uh, the reason being is because the day it comes out will normally be on a Monday, and then that Wednesday night, or Thursday morning most likely, you're going to start getting daily podcasts from us for Comic-Con. So, we find kind of felt that we would be pretty much spending that hour, hour and a half talking about what we're going to do at Comic-Con. Yeah. Uh, so we felt that it would just be better if we just kind of say... Roll right in the comments. Yeah, you, instead of going full two weeks ago, about a week and a half, and then, boom, we'll talk about Comic-Con so when we're there. right now, so you don't forget, it would be a best time to subscribe. Yeah. On iTunes. On iTunes. So if you're missing it, definitely hit us up on iTunes, the La the, the Lazy Geeks podcast on iTunes. Uh, you Or you can uh, be sure to uh, follow us on Twitter. Because then with fate... Uh, yeah, I am going to be blowing Twitter up. We will be blowing Twitter up. Uh, you can follow us on twitter.com forward slash the lazy geeks one word. Or you can follow Sapien at lazy underscore Sapien. Or myself at lazy underscore nomad. Boom. Uh, also, we're going to be having a lot of pictures that we're going to be taking. Uh, Dixie Chick's going to be our photographer. We need to figure out a way to do it. Like, I'm thinking about... Well, I'm, I was going to throw them all up on the Over lazy like geeks uh, Facebook page. Yeah. Um, so if you want to see so that, that stuff, way. yeah, yep. I figure for uh, for now we'll do that later on. We'll probably move it to the site, but uh, definitely like us on Facebook, uh, Facebook. Like us in general. Yeah, like nice. us in general, and like us on Facebook. Yeah. Facebook.com forward slash the Lazy Geeks one word. You'll be able to follow us there, and um, there too you'll be seeing a lot of articles that we post, linked to the website, uh, and then of course the LazyGeeks.com. Oh, you know we're gonna have videos there. So, uh, you're definitely going to be seeing highlights, and later on we'll have, you know, panel video. But uh, definitely there's there's a lot of ways to follow us. We're moving up in Twitter. We're, we're getting quite a few people that are jumping on board yeah, and following us there. So, uh, definitely, definitely watch us. So, yeah, first day of Comic-Con. Basically, July 21st 
will be the first uh, podcast for us. They'll it's be- kind of cool. To, and you know what? We'll have some bits on the the road trip up there, some yeah. silly shit. Like, um, I know it sounds kind of stupid, but this is my first real vacation. So I'm going to And your active. first Comic-Con. Yeah, my first Comic-Con, my first vacation. That's a pretty cool first vacation. Yeah. You know? I mean, I've been, I, like I told them, I've been places, but it's always just to go see family, which is a vacation, but it's a family vacation. Right. Now I just get to do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> right? Yeah. Booth babes better watch out, right? Booth babes better look out. Booth babes better get ready. Because <laughs> they're excited. They already got the memo, baby. Oh, man. So, yeah, we're going to have a lot of cool stuff on there. So, uh, that pretty much, uh, pretty much does it. So, uh, all music on this podcast was done by Kevin Cloud, so that pretty much does it for us. So comment on uh, this podcast on iTunes or whatever you use. The good, the bad, the sexy, and the ridiculous. And if you have any comments or future ideas, or if you if you want us to cover a, spe- uh, a certain topic, you know, at Comic Con, or you want us to report on something from Comic Con that you may that nobody else reports on, you know, because we can we can kind of do that. We can check it out for you since we'll be everywhere. Just don't uh, send us to stupid panels. Yeah, don't send us to like. Don't, don't waste our time. Don't sit there and go. I want you to go to the Hasbro stuff. <laughs> uh, that's a no. Yeah. No, but if you if there's like a booth of maybe a a little indie developer for comics, and you want me to go yeah. over there and see what's up, I'll go over there and see what's up. You know, we'll, we'll go ahead. We'll take a we'll take some videos. You know, and we'll put that all up on there. Uh, but uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, hit us up on uh, thelazygeeks.com or email us at thelazygeeks at gmail.com. Sure, we're there all four days. Yeah. We're, we're going to be looking for shit to do. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're going to be there from Thursday through Sunday, so uh, we'll definitely have some time. No preview night. Yeah, no preview night, but uh, that pretty much does it. So until Comic Con. Oh! Oh! Until Comic Con. Peace out! Hey.